If we can't talk to each other, we're not gonna make it. Sometimes I feel like I, I, I've been on more than I can chew. Most of the time, I work in a glass jar and lead a very uneventful life. A face full of glass hurts like hell when you're in it. That's weird, that glass looks half full to me. Eating glass. Eating glass and staring into the abyss. Glass? Who gives a shit about glass? Who the fuck is this? It's kind of part of our culture to eat glass. I'm gonna get some safety goggles next time. Uh. <laughs> hey everybody and welcome to Chewing Glass, the show where we talk to developers building in the Solana ecosystem. Today we have with us TJ Littlejohn. He is the founder of Mountain Pay, winner of the most recent Solana Hackathon payments track for Riptide. TJ, how's it going, man? Dude. It's going good. We're stoked, stoked to be here. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. Like, uh, like you and I uh, basically met. I feel like a few months ago when you were building some uh, some stuff for iOS, basically some IDL stuff with Anchor, and we were talking about potentially getting you some work going on. And then, next thing you know, a couple things happen, and here we are. But before we dive too much into that, let's hear a little introduction. Like, I don't, I know a lot of people probably don't know a ton about you. Like, where'd you start your kind of journey, and and how'd you end up here at uh, building in the Solana ecosystem? Yeah. Wow. For sure. <laughs> a bridge version. I'm so I'm from Florida originally, born and raised, grew up in South Florida, went to school in Tallahassee, Florida State, Gornoles. Originally, I was like a big math guy. Always wanted to do like pure math and and trying to like see how I could make a career out of that. Finance was was like an option. And so I was exploring that and someone told me I should learn to code. So I started learning to code from that, found hackathons, from that, found iOS development and just like down the rabbit hole there. At a hackathon, I ended up like securing an internship at Apple, which turned into a job. And then I spent four years there doing like research and development and experience prototyping. And then about a year ago, I decided I was done with that. And I wanted to be in like startups. And so I left, joined a startup. Kind of five months after that, I found Solana through like some friends. And I just like noticed the point in time we were at. And I was just like stoked. And so I quit. And I just start, immediately started building. Wow. So you you don't have a CS degree. You're kind of self-taught programmer and landed an internship at Apple, kind of dealing on the development side of things? No, I do have a CS degree. Oh, you do? You um, do have so a I, did, I did both. I did math and CS. But like the CS portion to me was like the less interesting one. Like I just like I loved pure math. I thought it was so cool. Like CS was more of like the necessity one. And then I thought it was cool when I when I started doing it. And then but I learned I think I learned a lot more through like just like my like the apps I built outside of class. So like partially self-taught, you know, because that was the more that was the more important part. But my education was super important, too. You have a CS degree. You ended up interning for Apple. You did that for for how long was it again? It was four years, four years. And you said research. Like, were you actually doing development while you were there? We did like data collection for like new products. So like think how Face ID was trained on like millions of like images. We built the software to like facilitate those user studies that captured the data to train the models to enable face ID. So like we were brought in like super early product. Oh, so like, I mean, I guess that's kind of a little more interesting, like somebody who's into math, like you're dealing with lots of kind of data and information opposed to just kind of like writing like a high level code or something like that. Not exactly. The math thing, it's like, it's like pure math, right? Like I don't, I don't do with like data and numbers and like processing. I just think pure math is fucking cool. And like when I like have like an itch about something, I just like want to dive. And so like that was the math thing for me. That was just like pure, like I love it. And I think it like 
taught me how to understand stuff, which I think I still like every now and then, like I'll see, I have like the power to do that, which is really cool. The thing with Apple was it, it let me just like hack on shit. Like I had like month long projects and like software efforts that like, cause I get bored really quick. I get bored, <laughs> in cre- which is like a blessing and a curse historically. Apple just let me work on a project. And then a month later I was working on something else. Yeah, we've had some conversations. Like you said, like you get bored really quick. It, it kind of comes through a little bit in your personality. You you uh, you get super excited about things and uh, and kind of bounce around. And like that's why like your energy is like super crazy and like incredible. <laughs> so it's nice to have people so excited about these things. And especially considering the fact of some of the more uh, recent great things that have happened. I kind of want to really start this whole conversation outside of like your past on like where it all truly like truly began, which from what I understand was really Mountain Dow that's kind of like lit this whole fire off. I don't know if everybody knows about it. And if they do, maybe not how like great of of a thing that it turned out to be. Um, maybe about like Barrett and Edgar and what they set up and how it was and then like how that whole month went for you that kind of led to this moment. So yeah, Mountain Dow for people that don't know was a month long hacker house in Salt Lake City, Utah, where people from all over just congregated and we spent a month working on whatever it is you want to work on in this co-working space called The Shop. And like you said, Edgar and Barrett, they're actually the ones that got me into Solana. They were the first people to introduce me. And they just threw this hack house to like grow the ecosystem out of like the kindness of their own hearts and like love for like co-working and developing and like hacking. And so yeah, a bunch of us came through and we just like were chilling in Utah. We'd go snowboarding on the weekends. We'd throw parties on like Fridays and like bringing people from around the city and just like strip, just get after it. And that was the best part. Like we'd be working from like 10, 11 AM was when I would like roll in to like one, two in the morning, most days. And like a good crew of people were like always like there doing that too. Maybe if you like wanted to go grab dinner, you couldn't, then people would come back. But yeah, it was just like, it was just like a lot of like incredibly like focused work and like a nice like little crew is like like formed out of that. And so I've seen a lot of the like same mountain down folks at the next like hacker houses and stuff. And that's always like fun. And, and so yeah, you just become friends with these people. And yeah, it seems like there was a lot of building going on. I'm not going to lie. Like I saw that notion that Edgar and, and Barrett, or I, I think it might've been Edgar, correct me if I'm wrong, put together this notion. And I was like, a dev did this just because it was like so organized and well put together. And then like those guys pretty much like put this thing like from start to finish, like got this thing going. There was a lot of people that participated in the setup of it. I know Sam had a big part. Edgar and Barrett had a big part. A lot of those like core Salt Lake City people were doing this stuff. But yeah, I mean, they they just like, they took out the trash. <laughs> there it was like under the tables the first day, like taping extension cords. So like they, I mean, yeah, they they did the stuff. Yeah, I talked to him in Miami and he was like, yeah, I have a I have a room in an office that's filled with about like 100 monitors. I can't remember what it is at some point. But like it looked like there was tons of building going on there. Whenever I see the community, like they didn't really ask for permission. And like a lot of people were say, why don't you bring a hacker house to our city or this or that? And like the reality is like you don't need that. Like you have an idea, you execute, you make it known. And like people are going to come there and you're probably going to likely get some sponsors to help you put it on because this is like an incubator and like obviously mountain pay came out of this which is incredible let's let's talk a little bit about that i'm pretty sure maybe i'm wrong is that like solana pay was was it announced before you got to mountain dow or was it announced like why you were there it was it was actually the same day uh 
February 1st is when I rolled through. I was on a phone call with you actually whenever you showed up. You remember were that? We? Like we, yeah, we were on like a you were like I just got I just got the mountain out. Yeah, we we were doing <laughs> I probably called you from the airport. Yeah, I've been like You did. <laughs> probably like over committing myself and I remember like we were talking about like doing like a possible like grant or something for that IDL stuff and I was like just trying to not lose that and like <laughs> not doing my end of it. You're like TJ, if you just write a notion page on like your idea, I can move it through. And I was like, ah, like, I don't know, I'm building, you know? And um, yeah, so we never got through there, but yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I think it worked out pretty well. So, so you got there, Solana pays announced and you were like, you were just like, okay, well, I'm just going to build something with this. No, not at all. Okay. Um, there was kind of like two funny, like touch points with Solana pay that like got me rolling. The first one was I like hopped out of Mountain Dow to go to the LA Hacker House for like a two day stint because I was like working with these people. And then as I was like about to leave, I remember my friend Greg from Solana News was like, you know, like I missed like the news cycle on on Solana pay. They must have like had like insider information that that was like a couple days like <laughs> after it was like announced and I was like what do you mean dude it's like been going on he's like what I'm like yeah are you not like on Twitter like do you not see this stuff like these aren't <laughs> so that was like funny and so that was like that kind of had it like top of mind like a little bit but the idea for like Mountain Pay it was Friday night it was the night of like the first like party we were having with parties like every Friday or Saturday and I was grabbing a Red Bull from they had this self service check out kiosk as I do. I just like consume just stupid amounts of Red Bull. And I was like buying another one and you like pay through like Square, like tap your phone. I don't know. It just, I had like a random idea that it was like, yo, wouldn't it be hilarious if we like rebuilt this like self-checkout experience and then just like added the Solana pay stuff? Because we're like all Solana people like here for a month. This yeah. is like the first week. And that would just be funny. Right. And I, I told him, I was like, I'm just going to do it. And they're like, that's hilarious. Do it. And then so on Sunday, my boy Scott was in town and we were at the hacker house, just like trying to think of like things to work on for Riptide. And we were like skating through all these like different ideas on like creator tokens or I, I don't remember like all the different things. And it was like, what if we do that like point of sale thing? That'd be cool. Like, and it, whatever. It's like, we could probably build this in like a two day stint, like not a big deal. And yeah, that's why we built it. Yeah, that, I remember like starting to see like a couple of days after Solana Pay launched, like I started to see all these videos of people like like filming themselves and you guys like paying with Solana Pay. I was like, this is crazy. This just came out. I can't believe. Well, I, I could believe that, that you had put that together already. But and then from there, it's kind of like Solana Pay's kind of really gained a ton of traction, but you were really the first person to come out and be like, look, hey guys, I did it. And like, it's actually live in, in this place right now. And it's still there to this day. Like they keep that. Yeah. As far as I know, our customer success could, could use some work. <laughs> and so I, I haven't followed up with them in like a couple weeks, but we got them set up with our new version, which was like a more self-service thing. So as far as I know, it's still, it's still running there. There was even like a week where it wasn't working. And Barrett was like texting me nonstop, like, bro, like you need to, you need to get this working again because like <laughs> I need this. And so that's like classic, like build something. People would be like upset if it goes away. And so we, we, we did that. Yeah. So you, so you did this in a, in a short amount of time. And like, since then, like there was a lot left in the hackathon to go. So yeah. since that first day or that you got that live, um, I guess you've been going to doing a ton of work up until the point where you like made your final submission. Like, like tell us a little bit about mountain pay and like what, 
what work was involved and and what are the features um, and like maybe what's the future of, of Mountain Pay? The first out the gate was just it's an iOS point of sale app that enables users to use Solana Pay to pay. And then the second thing is that it has Square integration. So it uses, we use the Square APIs to tie it into your current point of sale system. So the transactions show up in line. Chase bought a Red Bull here for $3 with his MasterCard. And then he bought a cookie for a dollar using Solana Pay. And so that was, that was a, the kind of core thing. And we had built it like specifically for the shop. We got a bunch of inbound of like, how can I set this up? How can I do it? So we had to take a step back and use a couple of weeks to like make it more robust and like actually usable and like self-service, which was like our like kind of base for what we wanted to submit to the hackathon was just like a usable point of sale by everyone. It's still in test flight. And then Solana Pay evolved to like a new spec while we were there. And then like immediately became like gassed on that. And like ever since like the wheels have been like turning there. And then that like initial like spec change is what led us to like where we are today, which is honestly, like, and not, not a lot of people know this, but we're like more of like an API company now. We're more of like SaaS APIs and stuff like that. I guess doing the API side makes it a little more versatile for so that anybody can use it and they don't have to like use um, a specific sort of like device or, or framework or anything like that. Yeah, it was, I think the APIs, to be honest with you, they came more out of this idea of like defensibility because with like a lot of the attention we got, it was like, what's the opportunity here? You know, like, is there something like worth building out? And in that, like, there's a lot of things that could make you super existential, like just square adding Solana pay themselves. And so like, how do we actually build like a moat in this industry or like something? And so we were like, this transaction request thing came up, which was like enables you to use APIs and Solana Pay. What if we open that up to people and then let that be like our defensibility in our moat? And so like we spent a lot of time thinking about what that API suite would look like and then realized that like that's the bigger opportunity from our point of view. But like probably more importantly, it's like what we want to build, you know, in this space. I think there's a lot of opportunities for a lot of people to participate and building out like the client that people would use. There's also a lot of stuff that we didn't, we weren't interested in building like inventory management and tax reporting and accounting, like nah, right? I want to do the Solana stuff and like the APIs is the Solana stuff. And so that's kind of where we're at now. Yeah, I mean, like it makes sense. Here, here's the thing, like you build um, a project and you really, you don't want to start taking on things that you don't enjoy because then you probably start, stop enjoying your job. So like you do what excites you and then you you offload or uh, like allow sort of connection points for other people to build that stuff who see that opportunity. But it makes a lot of sense, you know? Like I've talked to people who have created businesses and then they pull on maybe not this specifically, but like the tax stuff and all these different sort of inventory management. And then it becomes, I don't really like this anymore. This is not what I signed up for. That's what was happening. And so it was like, really had to like focus on like something specifically in there. And that's, we picked the APIs and, it, and it's been cool. We've been working with like different protocols to like add them, their functionality to our APIs. And yeah, it's just, it's been fun since we started focusing there. Obviously, it was the right move because you just to circle back to this is like you won the payments track of the Riptide Hackathon. There was a lot of competition. There was a lot of good like stuff in there. So I'm just curious, how did that feel when you saw that? I'm like dumb competitive, you know, <laughs> and so like it's, it was so funny because it was like it started off as like people are like, oh, are you going to submit this to Riptide? And it was like, 
yeah, probably, but like we're not really focused on that. And the closer we got to Riptide, we're like, we want to win, you know? <laughs> and then so, like, yeah, we we had been paying a lot of attention to like other people that were building in the space, like seeing like what where people's attention was. The whole time we were like, I don't know, like fairly confident we would do well to some extent. But then I think it was kind of up to like what did the judges value? Right? You don't you don't you don't know, you know, but we were like super proud of what we built and we're hoping other people saw like what we saw. And like seeing that we won the payments track, it was just like a pat on the back. It was like we agree, you know? <laughs> we agree. Yeah, that's kind of what it was. And there was like, you know, like some chest pounding. There was something like, yeah, like, yes. But I also think, I think the part I was like more stoked on was just like the attention that would follow and like knowing that we could like leverage that to build like something, right? Because I think the attention is just like, it, it's fuel, you know? And like, it, it's not, you can't do it with only attention, you know, you have to follow it up. But like, we knew it would like empower a lot of the things that we wanted to do. These aren't necessarily your classic typical hackathon where you hack on some little thing for a week or a month. These of these sort of events are are actually catalysts to build real businesses and and this is kind of meant to be inspirational to developers that are watching this that may or may not have dipped their toes into Solana. Maybe they have but they haven't gotten anywhere. These stories are super inspirational. So I want to put it in context like what is the time frame from the day that tj wrote his first piece of or read his first solana doc to winning riptide payments track like what like what's that time frame september august i was i was reading i was staying up late i was still working at the startup and i was like staying up till like three four in the morning reading that classic like paul article on doing an escrow <laughs> it was partly that it was partly that packy podcast oh, on like yeah. solana summer that was like super dope i remember i was at like the gym and i was listening to him talk about like the dj apes mint and like two weeks prior i was at miami hack week it was like i remember i was chilling with barrett i met him for the first time we had like met through our friend eve shout out eve and it was just me, Barrett, Edgar, and Eve in this apartment. And they were just talking about crypto, and I knew nothing, so I wanted to fit in. And I was like, oh, yeah, I bought some Ethereum lately. I thought I would impress him. And he's like, not even looking at me. He's like, fuck Ethereum. And I was like, what? And he just turns around and he goes, Solana. <laughs> and I was like, what is Solana? I thought it was like some like shit coin. And that was just when it got on my map. And then I like saw the packy thing. I, I did that. And then like... All these like NFT things were like popping up and I'm like, all right, what's going on? And then like Candy Machine pops up. So I'm like reading like that contract and I'm, I'm reading Levi's thing and trying to set one up for myself. And like all these, it's just like, it feels like explosions all around me. And I'm like, what is this world? Like, and people are just like shipping and I can't keep up. And it was like overwhelming. And then I quit. <laughs> So it's been a, it's been about like from zero to hero in like seven months, basically, is what I'm hearing right here. Seven or eight yeah, months. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I feel like I got onboarded like fairly quick. Like I feel like I was like doing stuff to me that felt like mattered like immediately. Like all that iOS stuff that I was doing like to me felt like groundbreaking. Yeah. Like, and I felt like a hero then, honestly. That, that stuff made me feel like more of a hero than, than what I felt like with Riptide. Really? Totally so it, it was more so just like that you win Riptide, you're like, wow, this is like, I got, I got this thing. But the more part for you was the personal win of actually just like 
starting in this new journey and, and figuring out how to build on Solana? Like I said, like I'm dummy competitive. So like winning Riptide was like great. It was like a good job, pal. But like with like Mountain Pay, like I don't feel like I've like done anything yet. I think there's opportunities too. And we're, we're on a path to like actually like really contribute to like the Solana ecosystem. But I don't feel like I've had a major accomplishment there yet. But with the iOS stuff, like I totally did. Like I like from like native iOS code, like minted an NFT through Candy Machine. I figured out how to talk to like anchor programs from like native iOS code. And like that to me was like, that gave me so much energy. So tell tell me about that. Like you you started building on Solana. Like, did you start messing around with Russ? Did you start messing around with Anchor? Or did you kind of like go straight to those Swift SDKs that existed? Like, what was your process for for getting rolling on Solana? Totally. Yeah, that's like a that's like a great thing to like preface here is like I've done barely any Rust. I haven't shipped a smart contract to mainnet. I've mostly like client work. So like there's massive opportunities in the space to like really participate and have impact just doing like client work. That being said, like the way I really learned it was just wanting to write an iOS app that would work with Solana. And so I found a couple of open source Swift packages that was doing iOS transaction stuff. And so like, that's how I learned like what a transaction object looked like and like where you serialize it and like how you add accounts to that and like what's an account and what's abortion coding, you know, like (laughs) all of that stuff I I just learned because like I had to, to make an iOS app that like talked to Anchor. And so like me and my friend, Michael, we went to college together. And so we were up to like four in the morning, like like for like weeks, just like printing out transaction objects in JavaScript, like on the anchor thing and like figuring out how we how do we bridge that to like iOS. And that was like the coolest. And like this, this is exactly the point we've talked about a couple of times on this show. And I say it on my Twitter all the time. You just won Riptide Payments Track and you never shipped a smart contract. How? Well, it's because not everybody needs to be this guy who writes the smart contracts. You just need to know how to talk to them using these different APIs. Swift, JavaScript, there's a C-sharp SDK, there's a Unity one built on top of that, like there's a Kotlin one. They're all out there and you can learn Solana and like in a way you're comfortable, which is in your native language. And you're talking about just like doing print lines and printing out and just reading like, what is this object? And like, now I get it. Yeah, that was the process. And it was great. You know, and I, I think I think there's like we have a long way to go before like developers can like step in and build like incredibly easily and efficiently. But the process is still fun, you know, and there's like a lot of like toys you get to use when like building this stuff, a lot of like exposure, you feel super low level. And yeah, like anyone like they encourage everyone to just like dig in and start building shit. In your opinion, like what are some of those things that need to improve to make this easier for the new guys? or the the old guys, it doesn't really matter. Like what needs to happen and like, what do we need? Error messages. <laughs> Error messages. <laughs> you know, like, like it is like, you will get like error A4 and there's nowhere to go. Like, you know, and you're like digging around. I'm like, you, gotta, you literally got to like clone the repo and like go like line by line and figure out like, what's that error? Like, what are we doing? It's fun, you know? And like from when I got into it, to like what like Armani's done with Anchor now and like the Anchor books that's there, the Solana cookbook, that's all there now. 
you know? And like, so it's, it's easier to do it now. And like, even like when I try to do more on chain stuff or like build out like stuff that I'm not comfortable with, like I, I'm able to go reference those materials. Um, but like, they weren't there in like September. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that was kind of fun though. You know, it was like, it was like a point in time. And like, I was always envious of like people that got to code in like machine code because they had to, you know, I'm like, what a point in time that must have been to like get to be a part of that. And like, that's why I started building on Solana. It was like, I saw that point in time again. I thought Solana was going to pop. And I was like, I'm not missing it. You were basically like, I see Solana. I see that like not everything's been created and there's massive opportunities and I'm going to carve myself out a slice of that and like, just like do it. So it's pretty crazy to be talking about this now. Yeah, it's been a journey. Yeah. And a lot of this was all Discord support. It was a huge pain in the ass. You answer the same questions 5,000 times a day. Shout out to like the DevRel team at Solana Labs that like really just spent way too much time in Discord and the core engineers that shouldn't be in there at all. Shout out Alan. <laughs> yeah, it's, Alan has actually been like obviously incredible. Fun story in, in that with like Alan. He, we were working on that iOS stuff till like dumb hours a night. I think it might've been like two in the morning and we were like having these like errors we could not figure out. And so we like post in the discord and like Alan answered and he's like, Hey, like we're like going back and forth with this guy. Didn't know him at all. This is our first thing. He's like, I'm happy to hop on a call with you to help you sort it out. And we were on that call for three hours, but that to me is like such a story of like people in Solana. There is so many people that just like are cool with just helping you. And they're like in the weeds with you. And like, it's that developer ecosystem that like attracted me. And I think is going to attract like so many people like after me, which like to your credit, I think you've set up a lot of it, you know, being like the dev relations at Solana, like just creating like the, the environment for those developers to like thrive and like giving them like the resources. Like, I think that's like where this has come from. But yeah, that was like, that was just like a monster, like classic Solana moment for me that I wanted to like highlight. Yeah, for sure. And, and like, there's a lot of people like, like it started with Tolly and Raj and then like that sort of attitude and kind of just like kind of welcomeness, humor came down to me and Armani and like so many different people that feels like you can like approach anybody in the ecosystem. And I agree. I think this sort of, sort of tone and vibe is what will attract a lot of younger developers. Yeah. There's there's lots of different sort of complaints out there. One of the biggest ones we've been hearing a lot is about tooling. If you agree with that, like like what web tooling or, or blockchain tooling are we missing right now at Solana? Do you have anything like personally that you would like to see? I don't have like the most robust engineering background. Like right. like when I, when I was at Apple, like we use Apple internal tools. So like that was all like I really knew. And so like, even now, like I'll be like coding on something with someone at a hackathon and they're like, wait, you're not using this plugin. You're not using the anchor plugin for like VS code. I'm like, no, like, what is that? You're just old they're school. Like, yeah. They're like, baby, come here. Like, and they'll set me <laughs> up with some stuff. So like, that's so cool. I think like, I think examples are going to be great. Like, I think just like getting examples out there for people so that they could like learn that they can do it too is going to be really cool. And self-onboard. Yeah. Self-onboarding is massive. And that's one of the ways we want to go with Mountain Pay. Because we're just like a set of APIs. I think we can open up these APIs to like iOS native developers to be able to build dApps. You know, like they don't need to do the exact like transaction building. Like we can have like a, just a normal API that lets them build the transaction themselves. 
So that's one of the directions we, we definitely want to go into. And we feel like can bring native developers to Solana, hopefully. Yeah, it's about giving the tools, the education to onboard people like Mountain Pay and the rest of the ecosystem who then drives in the users. And then like that, it, it just kind of like spreads outwardly from there. So it's pretty incredible to watch right now. I'm not going to say like, uh, like I started last May, um, about one next month will be my one year. And like the, the difference in one year has made, like you said, even in September, you didn't have half the things that are available now. Like it's like it's happening at the speed of light. Who knows? And like one year from now, it's going to be, again, unrecognizable. So I mean, it'll be un unrecognizable in, in like six months, most likely or less. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, just being along for the journey, I feel like grateful, you yeah. know, like what just what a point in time that we're in. I was talking with Edgar the other day is like, we got to remember, like, we're in the good old days right now. I guess like to round this off and you kind of already touched on this. Um, and, and I always do this at the end of every single episode of the show is to just kind of give some advice to whoever you want to give to advice to. Maybe it's the new devs looking to come into blockchain that might be scared or intimidated by um, the name blockchain scares some people. I mean, just start, just just start and just build. There's so many opportunities within yourself to like push things off. And like, it's so easy to like complain or like give yourself reasons to not build stuff. Even within myself every day, I'd catch myself either complaining or like giving excuses or whatever. But like reality is like just build because like when you just start building, you'll figure it out. You can ask the questions you'll get there. And then like that building, like really like gives you momentum to keep going. Yeah, man. Yeah. And it, it attracts people to you. And then the, those people are going to give you energy and it just like, it all cycles. Right. But you have to like be the one to start. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think anybody's really given that advice and it is like, we're all engineers. We've all just put things off. We've all have 200 projects that we started one night and then never got back to. So it's really just getting started and just following through. Yeah. And don't be afraid to chase the energy. You know, like there's so many things I've like tried doing in Solana that like I would work on for a week and then stop. But like, even now I go back to them and they're just like tools in the belt, you know, and, and you'll be able to leverage learnings like later on. Yeah. For sure. Well, TJ, congratulations for winning the Riptide payments track uh, with Mountain Pay. Glad to get you on the show. Glad to have a conversation. Like, love the energy. Just keep it up, man. And like, thanks again for uh, for doing what you do. And thanks for being here. Yeah, no, I appreciate appreciate the opportunity. I feel this, this is definitely like the longest we've been able to chat for <laughs> how long we've known each other. You know, it's like funny. I feel like we kept missing each other in Miami. So I'm glad I'm glad we got this opportunity and hopefully I'll see you in the Bahamas. Thanks for coming on. Yeah.